This is 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, CEO of Broadstaff Talent Solutions. Brought to you by RCR Wireless News and Telecom Careers. Connect at CarrieCharles.com. And now, here's Carrie Charles. Hello, I'm Carrie Charles, the host of 5G Talent Talk. And today we're talking about how to retain and engage the millennial workforce. I have with me today a very special guest, Dr. Kent Wessinger. He's the CEO of Create to Elevate Research Lab. He has a PhD in sustainability education, and he is the author of Bridges Over Ladders, Create a Future with Millennials, or Millennials Will Create a Future for You. Kent, it is great to have you here today. Thank you, Carrie. It's, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to be a part of this podcast today. Thank you for inviting me. Kent, I've been doing some reading recently, and I saw that by 2020, over 50% of the workforce will be millennials. And I also saw that um, from the London School of Economics, 84% of all tech jobs on the planet today are held by millennials. And from my experience in the staffing industry, it seems that there's a disconnection between generations. they almost have a challenge understanding one another. And this could be creating a retention issue and ultimately affecting company performance. Now, I know that you've completed some very important research on this subject. So can you tell me more about that research? Absolutely. And Carrie, you are correct. Um, The research emphatically substantiates and shows us that there is a, a significant retention issue related to millennials. But before I get into that, let's talk about where this research comes from and how this research came about. I have three millennial children. And and by the way, just as a side note, the U.S. Census Bureau defines a millennial as someone born between 1982 and the year 2000. I have three millennial children. And as I was raising those children, I began to notice tendencies that just seemed to be a little bit off or odd in relation to either my core values or my leadership wisdom or my parenting abilities or my perspectives or my values, whatever it may be. And so one day I just happened to pick up a book on millennials and I read through the book. And after I read through the book, I was greatly disturbed. And the reason I was greatly disturbed was the fact that I saw who all had endorsed this book. This book was endorsed by some of the who's who C-suite executives across the globe. And it bothered me because this book was written in a very small perspective um, based on what this this author had observed in in the community, at their home, on the news outlet, on the radio, whatever it may be. And it bothered me. So I radically one day purchased every single book that I could find on Amazon about millennials, which was 31 books, purchased them all, perused through all of them, and found out that there was a consistent pattern related to the conflict and influence of millennials um, in our written material. And it's the fact that the sample size was very small. So as an academic by trade, I decided that I would expand that horizon because I wanted our C-suite executives, I wanted our managers, I wanted our corporate leaders, I wanted our owners to be equipped with tools that would give them some valid and accurate trajectories of growth moving forward with this particular demographic. So I put together a research project that has its two surveys. One is a non-millennial survey. One is a millennial survey. 
They asked the same questions. They're worded just a little bit differently, but they asked the same questions. And we're able to take that information and we put it together. We're able to contrast it to give us some clear indications of things that we should do, directions that we should take, steps that we should take, and how to develop our trajectories of growth. Well, one of the things that's come out of that research is the issue of retention. Carrie, as you know, being in the staffing industry, the average baby boomer stayed on the job 19.1 years. The average, the average Gen X stayed on the job an average of 9.2 years. But the research is showing us that the average millennial only stays on the job 16 months. Now, as hard as that is, big, how as hard as that is, the other another piece of information that comes out regarding retention is that it cost us an average of thirty six thousand dollars to replace one millennial employee because of the tech positions that they have, the morale issues that are associated with it, and the turnover and the training issues, the re and the retraining issues that are related to it. And so, based on that, what we understand is is that if we take $36,000 and we factor that over 19.1 years, we're not talking about a substantial amount of money. But if we take $36,000 and factor it out over 18 months, we're talking about a significant amount of money that must come from somewhere. And my experience of presenting the research and having focus groups and talking to C-suites really all over the world is that companies are not factoring in this expense into their one-year, their four-year, their five-year budgets. And as a result, this expense is eating away at profit and, and the opportunity of growth and R&D. And so I'm just encouraging your readers to do one thing. I've presented the research hundreds of times. And every single time I present this research, I ask one particular question or one particular question I do ask. is If you're a C-suite executive, do you know the retention rates of your millennial employee base? And after, after presenting the research hundreds of times, I have never once, Carrie, had a, a C-suite executive, a CEO, CFO, whatever, COO, be able to tell me what their millennial retention rates were. Because retention rates in the staffing industry, in the HR perspective, are typically factored out is in the entire employee base, which would skew it when we look at millennials. But if we look at specifically millennials and we see their retention rates, um, my experience has been from all of the C-suite executives that have called me back to tell me what the answer to that is in their particular company or their particular structure have been horrified. And so I'm just encouraging all C-suite leaders to find out what your retention rates are, use the research to be able to put together some steps to increase that retention rate, and uh, you're going to come out on a side of profitability and growth. Great, Kim. Your question. It does. And, you know, we're going to be talking about solutions to this in just a moment. Um, today, we're on 5G Talent Talk, talking with Kent Wessinger. He is an expert in the millennial generation, and we're talking about how to retain and engage millennials. So, Kent, let's talk more about engagement and retention of the millennial generation. Obviously, this is an issue and a concern that we all need to take seriously. So what are the essential components needed to engage and retain millennial employees? Well, again, this is one of the emphatic pieces of information that comes out of the research. And, and Carrie, um, you know, one thing that I omitted in the last question that helps in this question is the research has an objective. 
and the objective is to secure growth and fortify profitability with millennial employees and customers. Now, when we specifically look at millennial employees, one of the things that comes out of the research is that um, I don't know about you, Carrie. I don't know about our listeners, but I I am not a three-step guy, a five-step guy, a nine-step guy. I I like one step. And I like one step to say, show me one thing that I can do that will improve my retention rates so that I'm not looking at a loss of $36,000 per employee as I move forward that's eating away at my trajectory and my growth, and my profitability, and my R&D, and all of those things. Give me one thing. And, and that one thing, again, is emphatically revealed in the research, and it's voice. What we see in the research is that the average millennial is not only moving jobs from six, every 16 months, but the average millennial is also already submitted a CV, a resume, an application, to move on to the next company at, at the average of 12 at the 12 month mark. Now, what would cause a millennial to go ahead and submit a, an application or a resume at the 12 month mark? There must be some kind of impetus. There must be something that's driving them to submit this application and look the other way from the company that's already employed them. And I want to say that there is, and there absolutely is, and it's about voice. Now. Millennials recognize that no one understands a millennial like a millennial. And I want to say that again. No one understands a millennial like a millennial. Um, millennials have a, an insight, a perspective, a technological perspective that the demographics before them didn't necessarily have at such a deep level that millennials do, according to the research. And so what millennials are saying is, is this, is that if you will provide me with a voice in the process of growth, and profitability, I will become your best employee. If you will provide me a voice and the opportunity to be able to expand, research and design, help us grow as a company, I will, I will help you and I will sustain you and I will be a part of this growth of this organization for years to come. But if the status quo remains, where I've only been here a year, I've only been here two years, I've just got out of school, but you don't allow me a voice, and you tell me to report at eight, leave at five, you don't really respect or want my voice, what we see in the research is that millennials are leaving and they're migrating from company to company to company until they find a company who will listen to their voice. We're talking with Dr. Kent Wessinger, the CEO of Create to Elevate Research Lab. I'm Carrie Charles, and you are listening to 5G Talent Talk. Kent. I want to ask you a question. Let's go a little deeper. Let's give an example or a case study. Say I'm a leader of a company and I want to know, I agree with you and I think it's important. I want to implement this, but how, how do I do this? What does it look like to give my employees a voice? Do you have an example? I do have an example. And the key word that I want to use here is intentionality. Voice has to be intentional. And um, one of the things that we've done here at the Create to Elevate Research Lab is that we have developed an intentional platform of innovative ideas of value, an intentional platform of voice, and that can be modeled, that can be copied, that can be done in any structure, any size company across the globe. And, and it's this. What we've done is we've divided, we, we go into companies and we divide our company or our department or, you know, uh, it, it could be a, a subsidiary or a satellite branch, whatever it may be. We divide them up into teams of three to five people. Now, 
in that division of three to five people, we try to coach those groups into selecting cross-generational um, people inside their inside their groups because the perspective and the value and the wisdom that's added across generations gives that group a greater insight and understanding of what the company is trying to achieve. So we go in and we divide the department or the company up into groups of three to five people, and they have two months to assess anything in the company. It can be something the company's misstepping on. It can be something that the company's not doing. It can be something as small as a tool or it can be something as large as a whole other department. But they've got two months to assess the company and, and to assess a particular subject matter inside the company. And I coach them to hone in on a very small dot. And the greatest impact that we would have as innovators and creators is to hone in on a very small dot so that we can focus on that and we can master that. And when those groups hone in on that very small dot and begin to process it, begin to pull back the layers on it, begin to say, this is what we can do better, and this is how we can do better. What we do is we give them the opportunity at an event where each group comes to the stage, comes to a stage, they present, they have five minutes to present their innovative idea of value to the C-suites, the management, whatever it may be. They have five minutes to present that innovative idea of value. Then the, the, the C-suites and those that are listening, they have five minutes do a Q&A, to find out, to dig deep down inside this particular innovative idea of value that this group may have. And after that 10-minute period is up, the next group comes to the stage, and we just keep pressing groups over and over and over to the stage. And at the end of the event, what happens is is the, is the best ideas are rewarded. Um, I can give you, we, we've done this maybe 15 to 20 times now. I can tell you that uh, some of the rewards have been phenomenal. I mean, they've been from trips to cars to clothing to Amazon cards. I mean, they've been all over the scale. But I want to say that the ultimate winner in the process of giving the employees voice is the fact that the company is the winner here. Um, and the company is the winner because these innovative ideas of value are something that most of the time, and this is, this is the information that I get back from the C-suites, is the fact that um, we would have never thought about that idea. We could have never come up with that idea. We would have never processed that idea. And we're greatly thankful for our employees and the fact that they, they know our company as well as they do. And they want a voice in the process of growth. And so mm. I hope that answers your question. Um, but I, voice and having it intentional and allowing that intentionality to be mm. an innovative idea of value is where we get the retention of our employees, long-term retention of our millennial employees. Brilliant, brilliant information, Kent. Um, you're listening to 5G Talent Talk. Today we're talking with Kent Wessinger. He is the expert in the millennial generation in the workplace. And we're talking about how to retain and engage millennials. Kent, before we wrap up, tell me what's going on in your world right now. Talk about your book. And also, where can we reach you? You can reach me, first of all, at Kent, K-E-N-T, at create2elevate.com. And that two is the number two, C-R-E-A-T, the number two, elevate.com. And secondly, you asked me about the book. The book is titled Bridges Over Ladders, Secure Growth and Fortify Profitability with Millennial Employees and Customers. 
The book is the complete and comprehensive research project, but it's only 120 pages long. And what the book is good for is it's good for a, a resource because it clearly breaks down every single question in the survey, and it gives leaders um, a, a, a place, a resource to be able to utilize, to be able to improve retention rates with millennials, to master talent acquisition, and to secure growth and fortify profitability with millennials. Um, I, Kent Wessinger, don't make a penny off the book. Um, the book supports the research project. The book, the resources from the book is what makes these tools available to you. So I'm encouraging all the listeners to go on to Amazon.com and purchase the book, Bridges Over Ladders, Secure Growth, Fortify Profitability with Millennial Employees and Customers, and it will be to your great benefit. And as an example of one company who uses um, the books, they use the books, they, they, they purchase thousands of the books, and they put them in the hands of their salespeople because the subject matter is so easy to talk about, they use them as icebreakers so that when they go into an office or an event or whatever it may be, they use them as icebreakers to be able to start a conversation with them about their particular situation or their particular structure. So I want to encourage you to go on Amazon.com, purchase the book Bridges Over the Ladders, which is a comprehensive resource of the research project. And finally, Carrie, what is going on in my world, Carrie, is that uh, I am focused on the research. Today, we have over 32,000 participants from around the world in the research project. My objective is not just to secure growth and fortify profitability with millennial employees and customers and members, but it's to give owners C-suites, management, the tools to be able to grow with this particular workforce. And as the, as the research continues to expand, one of the things that we're doing now is that we're doing research on millennial management. Um, we see by 2024 that 62% of all management positions will be held by millennials. And so we want, to, we want to understand and see, are millennials changing the, the, not just the trajectories of growth, but the structure of the organization once they become management? And so we're, what we're doing is we're parsing, out and, um, we're parsing out the research, and we're hoping to find more bits of information that we can provide to leaders and owners and, again, C-suite executives, so that they can make solid decisions about their growth and their profitability moving forward with millennial employees. Because we want millennials, we want structures, we want Gen X, we want baby boomers, we want the entire structure to be able to succeed. But we recognize that there is a conflict that's related between these demographics. And if we're not able to solve this conflict, we're going to find ourselves in a bad spot five years from now. Excellent. Sounds like we need to have you back on the show again, Dr. Wessinger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I'll be honored to be back on the show. Well, thank you so much, Kent, for joining me today on 5G Talent Talk. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. And thank you for listening to this episode of 5G Talent Talk, how to retain and engage the millennial workforce. If you'd like to talk further, I'd love to chat with you. You can reach me at carriecharles.com. That's carriecharles.com. Please join me next week for another engaging episode of 5G Talent Talk. Till next time. You've been listening to 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, CEO of Broadstaff Talent Solutions. 
brought to you by RCR Wireless News and Telecom Careers. Connect with Carrie at CarrieCharles.com.